Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. Sponsored today by Dr. April Brown. Dr. April Brown is a licensed mental health therapist in the Cape Corral area. Her area of expertise are in relationships, intimacy, anxiety, depression, spiritual-based counseling, and much, much more. She has a national certification in telemental health. The owner of Cape Corral Therapy located in Cape Corral, Florida. Dr. April is also the creator of Vacation Counseling, which is an exclusive couples retreat. She has a radio show called Bringing Intimacy Back that airs twice a month. You can find Dr. April on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. For more information on Dr. April Brown, visit her website today at www.bringingintimacyback.com, www.draprilbrown.com, or www.vacationcounseling.com. Or you can just simply follow Dr. Brown on YouTube at Bring It Intimacy Back. Go there and reconnect with your intimacy. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson, right here at the Old Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studios in the great old hot ATL, ATL Atlanta. What's good, what's good, what's good? Hope everybody is doing well. Happy Thursday. You're making it through another week thus far. You know, what's going on, everybody? You know, hope everybody is well. Um, you're taking care of yourself and you're, you know, staying safe and you're staying, you know, clean and you're sanitizing and you're hand washing and practicing social distancing still. You know, you're making great nutritional choices and you're drinking your water, working out, eating, uh, eating properly, you know, and um, understanding between great nutrition and food, okay? <laughs> You know, a lot of times people say, I'm eating good, I'm eating good. Yeah, but, you know, you're not eating the, the right things that's going to really help fortify your immune system and help you to uh, not gain the quarantine 15 or help you to lose the quarantine 15. So, you know, I like to check in with people to see how how they're doing because right now people are eating their emotions, they are eating their feelings, they are confused, they are emotional, they're, you know, self-sabotaging their health right now all because they're not in control of their emotional intelligence and they're making, you know, unsavory decisions, you know, just eating crazy right now. They also maybe be drinking crazy too, you know, just drinking their emotions as well. So you have to make sure they'll be paying close attention to what we're doing, what we're consuming, not just orally, but what we're listening to through our ears, you know, maybe um, it's the radio, maybe something coming up on your smartphone. You have to pay attention to what you're consuming right now, and that's going to help you with maintaining your psychological well-being. Now, this month, September, is Mental Health Awareness Month, and uh, we've been doing a lot of different uh, things for mental health awareness and suicide prevention, anxiety, and PTSD you know, these are unprecedented unprecedented times right now. So a lot of people are going through a lot of things that's triggering depression and anxiety and all those 
you know, negative things that's going on. Now, we understand that some people are running the world, you know, depression may be genetics. We get that. We get that. We hope you guys are seeking treatment and you're really trying to minimize your risk of consuming or being placed on antidepressants because, you know, I hate to say that this kind of productive. Yeah, you may need the med, but the side effects, you know, is, is suicidal thoughts, which I think is very counterproductive for me. So we want to make sure that you guys are finding holistic ways to deal with your depression. Now, it's, it's mild, moderate, and severe forms of depression. So if you have severe forms of depression, then you know you need a med, okay? But also, you know, you have to pay attention to the side effects of that. Now, if you're going through mild or moderate, um, uh, forms of depression, these things can really be um, are preventable or you can really reverse that to help boost your mood just by diet and exercise, okay? Just increasing your endorphins, increasing your serotonin hormones and your endor- and your, um, your dopamine hormones, okay? The feel-good thing, so you need to get out there to boost your mood, okay? So you're feeling down, you need to go out and boost and exercise would do that. Exercise would naturally change your mood, okay? Eating the right foods would naturally help boost your mood. I'm not talking about the crazy processed stuff and the sugary foods. Those things can really sabotage your mood. This is what I'm saying. A few minutes ago when it comes down to emotional eating, a lot of sugar will, you know, will really decrease your immune system. It would pretty much decrease your mood right quick, Okay. So you got to realize that you, you're paying attention to that. Also, when you suffer from depression and you may be on uh, antidepressants, the side effects of that also can be stiff joints or migraines, weight gain or weight loss, depending on your own DNA profile, um, your body composition. You know, it's, it's hallucinations. We have to play a part. So be careful how you are talking to yourself in the mirror. Be gentle with yourself. If you know you're going through some hard times right now, you got to say your I am's, your affirmations. You got to say your I will. You know, make sure that you say that every day in the morning or throughout the day to give yourself a natural boost. Find a support group, okay? If you need to talk about it, talk about it, okay? Get it out, especially for you men, okay? Do not suppress your feelings or your emotions. Do not worry about people saying, oh, you soft, you know, and all that stuff like that. No. Studies show that men are four times more likely to commit suicide because they don't get diagnosed with depression or anxiety, all that stuff like that. Okay, so now, listen, men, if you're going through menopause, yes, menopause, that is a thing, okay? especially if you're 30, 40, 50 years old, men pause is a thing. Okay, so when you have it low to testosterone levels or maybe you're frustrated, you're angry, you're irritable all the time, you're having um, um, unhealthy sexual behaviors or you're just gambling, whatever, these, these are symptoms of depression in men. Sometimes all men are the different. Different symptoms and signs are different, but they're pretty much on the tail end of anger, frustration, irritability, okay, and all these crazy stuff. Maybe alcohol consumption, so we want to pay attention. Do not think that, 
oh, if I suck it up, I'll be okay. No, you're not. You're going to be okay. That's a temporary fix. If you want a long-term fix, you need to go get checked. Okay, you need to go get that out. Because you know? what men, we, so, we are so macho. Oh, we say, oh, just suck it up, suck it up. Take the pain, push through it. Da, da, da. Yeah, that's cool if you need it in the pinch. But long-term, if you don't get checked, it's going to have a negative effect on your loved ones because now they're going to have to do an intervention intervention on you, you know, and it's going to be like, okay, what's going on with you? You know, so if you're married, you, you know, you have a spouse, you have a girlfriend or your partner, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're becoming an asset or remaining an asset and not a liability to them, okay? So you want to make sure that you're paying attention to your mental health as well. Your emotional health, you know, um, even for our veterans who may be home now and they suffer from PTSD, you guys too, make sure you go get the, you know, the service that you need because it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Now, people don't know if they're coming or going. I say this a lot, you know, with COVID-19, you know, everything that's going on in the world, the world is so chaotic right now. Does it really have to be that way? I said no. But don't get mad about it. You can only change what you can change. So what that means is you focus on your world. Don't focus on the world. Focus on your world, your immediate environment, who's in your circle, who's in your family, who are your coworkers, who you manage, whatever, whatever. That's your world. Focus on your world. Only can control what you can control and let let the rest, you know, do what it's supposed to do. Okay? So – this is the way how you keep your stress down. This is the way how you increase, you know, um, abundance and, and, and vibrate higher on a different frequency, okay, because when you start letting things bother you, it, it tears down your frequency. And I know how easy that can be, but you have to push through it, okay? You have to make sure that you are doing everything that you can do to increase productivity and creativity and peace and abundance and, you know, raise your vibrations, okay? So it's a big, big deal. Okay, so with that being said, I want to give a couple of shout-outs to our sponsors, um, Villian Shoes. Ah, thank you so much out of Italy, you know, villianbrand.com. Go there and check them out. Also, we talked about Dr. April Brown, who is a uh, licensed therapist, you know, and she, you can find her at uh, com. And also we like to say the Foundry Skincare Group, uh, you can find them at thefoundryskincaregroup.com. You know, they have great post-workout face moisturizers that you can have after your workout. So that's the way you can control dry skin after you work out that sweat it sucks away the sodium comes out you know everything like that it kind of kind of dries your skin out so this is a great protection wear for your face to really hydrate your face okay so i want to give a shout out to them and thank you so much for uh sponsoring us also i want to say thank you to butterby rocker who has it on radio show now every Monday out of Italy right now, which is a huge, huge, huge thing right now. And um, she got going, she got that going on, so you can find more information about ButterbeeRocker.com on that. Plus, there's a Fine Ones Team magazine, um, which is the seventh issue that's dropping real soon. 
you know, it's a magazine for teens by teens. So it's highlighting teens and young adults from the age of 13 to 26 who are doing amazing things around the world, whether as far as teen entrepreneurship, um, advocacy for bullying or um, sex trafficking. You know, they're talking about finance, um, business. You know, it goes beyond um, uh, sports fashion entertainment which is good but we want to highlight these kids who are doing great in school you know academics you know who's doing great in their business and all those great things like that because i think a lot of those things in society goes underneath the radar so this magazine um really touches on all that so that's the defiant ones uh team magazine you can find them at www.defiantones with the s mag Com. Okay, so let's get into the show. I'm happy to have my next guest here, man. His name is Mr. Nick Nick Shelton, author of the book, An Introvert's Guide to World Domination, has been fine-tuning the craft of effective high-level social strategy and networking for 20 years. Um, beginning with his time in the United States Air Force, Nick learned the skills that were indispensable to his journey couple of extensive research and 15 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, Nick finally cracked the code and developed the tools that gave him the confidence to flourish in social situations. Nick has successfully built a strong international network of friends, colleagues, and associates and continues to teach introverts how to navigate social events with ease. Nick says his biggest purpose in his life is to show that it's possible to be an introvert and be wildly successful in a world that's built by and for introverts without compromising your integrity or your energy. So without burning out, he wants to show introverts uh, a way to access their best life and upgrade their lives and lifestyles through communication and networking techniques specifically designed for people like introverts. And you can find more information on www.connectedintrovert.com. Welcome, Nick Shelton. How's it going, sir? Thank you very much for having me, Terrence. It's going really great. Yeah, man, I appreciate you taking your time out of your productive schedule to come on in and talk with us and share all this beautiful information for introverts. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks for having me. And at the beginning of the show there, all your your uh, message that you were sharing with everyone, that was really inspirational, and, and it was really, really great, especially during these times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, speaking of these times, how hard is it for introverts to thrive in this particular time when it comes down to COVID-19 and being quarantined and telling people to stay home? How hard is it for introverts to really, really be super productive during these times? I know you have all the great answers. I want to get into it. <laughs> I, I do have the answers. So uh, I'm sure we've all seen there's a meme out there that says that has a picture that says introverts before quarantine, and it shows them just sitting at home, and then introverts during quarantine, it shows that it's the same picture. You know, there's no difference. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, so introverts, uh, usually are, are, you know, no big change since the quarantine because, you know, the lifestyle didn't change that much. But there are things that we as introverts can do to to actually, uh, you know, build our networks while we're in this current climate. 
And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that one of the main things would be to maintain the, the uh, connections that we already have. And so that would be like I, I personally do, and I, I advise people to at least once every three months, and especially right now you can do this, go through your uh, telephone contact list, go through your email, your personal email, and your work email contact list, and uh, make a list of everyone that you have not touched base with in you know, maybe the past 60 days or the past 90 days, and just make a list out. And then every day, so you don't have to try to you know, take on the whole list immediately, but every day you know, pick a few out and reach out to them and just mm-hmm. say hi. And it's a really good time to do that because during this COVID thing, you can just say, you know, just checking up on you. How are you? How's the family? You know, how's the new baby? You know, what's, what happened with the, uh, the, you know, your scuba diving or whatever, the, the last thing that you had, you know, talked to them about and just reach out to them. And it can be, uh, I, I find the best way is, you know, if you can actually, if you can do face-to-face, if you can't, then the, the next best thing is a, like a video. You can do a video chat or you can just send a video uh, through mm-hmm. many of the messaging systems, or you can do a uh, just a voice message, because uh, video is better than the voice message. The voice is better than the text, and then you know you can do email and text also. But I find the best is I, I really like to send little video clips out to people if I can't actually get them on a video call, and just touch base, say how you doing, and that just work your way through the list, and that keeps you fresh on their mind, lets them know that you're thinking of them, and it also just solidifies all of those relationships that you have. That's one of the things. And then Mm -hmm. another thing would be, let's see, what uh, is just on the top of my head. So (laughs) I might have to come back to it in a moment. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. uh, Yeah, I'm still... Still thinking. I, I was about to say it, but then it just slipped away. But yeah, so let's see. So yeah, maintaining your relationships that you already have, and then oh yes, I remember. So then it's also getting pre-known for stuff that you might want to do after society loosens up again. And so mm-hmm. how that works is anything that you might be interested in, or and it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, like so. For example if you always wondered about uh, beekeeping and you said, I wonder what's what's going on there. So uh, you can get prepared to do some beekeeping stuff. Or if you aren't into beekeeping, but you wonder what would it be like, what type of people do that? I would like to meet the type of people that are into that. Then Mm -hmm. what you can do is online, there are all kinds of, uh, you know, they'll have meetups and things, but those meetups aren't necessarily happening right now. But, they all have a like a chat a chat group or some kind of chat room uh, mm-hmm. that's active, and so you mm-hmm. can find these things. So you can go to you know, there's a website called Meetup.com. You can type in whatever it is that you're interested in, uh, you know, uh, private pilots, beekeeping, you know, quilt making, whatever, uh, and type in Meetup, and there will be some kind of group, and they always have some kind of uh, online forum. And then so you want to get into that online forum and then just first observe. I think a superpower of introverts is observation. So you're going to want to observe, see what's going on in there, see who the, the main players are, and then kind of piggyback off of them. So you're going to 
you know, maybe comment on some, one of their comments or add on to it or just compliment and say, hey, yeah, I really like what you said about this. And, you know, have some exchanges in that, in that group. And then what's going to happen mm-hmm. is they're going to be familiar. So if it was you, if it was, you know, Terrence doing it, then they would say, oh, yeah, Terrence, uh, you know, when I made this point, he had some questions about this, and then he, you know, added on to this. And then when this whole society thaws out and people start getting back together again, then you can say when there's a meetup coming up, when people are actually getting together, you can say, hey, uh, I look forward Sarah and Jim to meeting you at this thing. You know, we've, we've talked, so you've established this kind of pre-relationship. And so they, they are familiar with you from the online forum. And now when you actually show up at one of these things, you're not going in cold, you're going in pre-known. And now all you have to do mm-hmm. is just show up and then kind of solidify that. So those are two things that you can do right, right. now to, you know, really help out. So that's, that's kind of like what you're saying by fine-tuning the craft of effective high-level social strategy and networking, right? You can do yes. it um, online through social groups, and then when it's finally when it's time to release and everybody, well, we go back to some form of normalcy. Everybody's familiar. Now you just uh, physically you just got to show up and then just pick up what you were doing virtually. I get right. that. I get, I get and, and And it's easy for introverts to do that online because they can stay in the comforts of the living room or office or whatever like that. Now, do you find it in your in in, in your practice that when it's time to meet out, do introverts have a little bit of fear going out there for the first time, or, or they <laughs> feel like they got a little confidence and they can just get out there and do what they do? No, oh, absolutely, the fear is there. The fear is. Is, is is absolutely there. <laughs> we don't pretend like it's not there. But, yeah. you know, if you know the steps, if you know what to do, then it's a lot easier to, you know, go ahead and do it anyway because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, that inner talk that's not really positive when going into groups or being in social situations yeah. or out of your comfort zone. But if you have a strategy, which is what I teach, you know, then it makes it much easier to go in. And like one of these things, just like the being pre-known, that makes it much easier. So if you can imagine going into like a beekeeping, the people that try to like, like beekeeping meetup, and if you didn't know anyone and you went in cold, you could still do it. But if you got pre-known, so then you're looking for, you know, this one, two, three people that you've already kind of uh, right. became a little familiar with online and they're looking for you, you say, hey, you know, I'm a little shy, look for me, I'm going to be coming in, I'm going to be looking for you, then it makes it much easier. So all you, you know, hey, if I get in there, I just, these people are going to be there, and I just need to, you know, get in there and find these people, and it's going to make it much easier so you're not just walking in trying to start it up. Even though you can, I show you how to do it cold also, but it's easier if you do the pre-known. But, yes, both ways uh, we can conquer the fear by, you know, having a strategy before we hit that door. Yeah. So what was the aha moment for you, Nick, when you realized, hey, hey, I can turn this into a coaching practice because, you know, so many introverts out there in the world, and they don't know where to get started. So I know you have a lot of background with the military. You went through that. So were you an introvert all your life or just prior to? Sorry about that. 
Well, I still consider myself an introvert because I, I spend most of my time alone and I, I get my energy, I recharge from being alone, and then I go out and do what I need to do, and then I come back and recharge. But, uh, and then I was also shy and socially awkward, but now I, am, I don't really consider myself shy and socially awkward anymore because I've overcome it. And so the, the a little background, so like early on in elementary school, I was super shy. I would only talk to maybe I'd pick out one person and only talk to them. And uh, the teachers, when we moved to a new school, uh, my parents had moved and, you know, the whole family moved and started a new school. The teachers thought I was hearing impaired, so they put me in the, uh, the deaf kids class, the hearing impaired kids class. And that was great because there was four of us in there, and I'm learning sign language. We don't have to talk. And, uh, and it was, I was making friends until my mom found out, and she said, he can hear. What's, no, get him out of there. So uh, they put me back in the general population. And then, uh, you know, then I had to try to figure that out. And it was really oh. tough <laughs> trying yeah. to, to talk to people. And then, in, so in, like in high school, trying to, you know, be visible, trying to uh, be seen, heard, and, you know, talk to girls and find, yeah. you know, my place, that was really difficult. And then even after that in, uh, in college, uh, you know, tried, I said, well, if I just drink a lot, then that should help. But the problem with that is, then you have to be drunk all the time. And uh, that's not really <laughs> beneficial. And then people just say, hey, there's that right. guy that's drunk all the time. And, uh, yeah. you know, you might not be a really the, the best version of yourself in that state. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you said, the... you, you said, hold on. <laughs> You said that they put you back in general population. <laughs> it's like you was in prison or something. Did you feel like this? You felt like you was in prison? You said that. I'm I like, what? Adrian that's, yeah. I, I felt like uh, I, that's what it felt like to me. And I think to a lot of, you know, really shy, introverted, and socially awkward people, that's what it feels like to them to, to just be out in, you know, in the populace like that and trying to navigate your way. Yeah, I understand. So, so with with um, well, people suffer like this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, September. Do you yeah. find that introverts have a lot of mental health, uh, or possibly have a lot of mental health issues like depression, anxiety? Because sometimes, like you said, you know, um, being back into general population and, and being you know, segregated, you know, from the regular population, do you feel that introverts deal with depression or anxiety because they're introverts? They want to be social. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. Is there a connection there? Yes, I, that's a really good question. I, I do find that to be the case because not, it's not that you always want to, you know, to be noticed and in the social eye, but when you do, you do. You, you, you sometimes want to, and then you don't know how to do that. And, you know, you had asked about, you know, and I've been through this myself, and this kind of connects to your previous question about the aha moment, which was, mm -hmm. you know, I had, uh, I had reached this point, you know, when I, I learned a lot of skills in the, in the Air Force, but then when I got out, I was one of those, uh, one of the many people that had trouble uh, adapting back to regular life. Because, you know, you have this certain structure where you know exactly where you fit in that structure and everything falls into place in a really organized fashion. 
And then when you get out, and then it's really tough. And then also being able to, you know, when I wasn't exercising my, my new ways to uh, communicate effectively, then it was really, really tough. And I even, you know, did come very close to uh, taking my life one evening. And uh, what happened that night was I, uh, you know, I, I was an armed security guard at a hospital and, you know, you don't get a lot of respect as a security guard. And, you know, so that was happening. Uh, you know, I had broken up with my fiance. I had uh, just declared bankruptcy. So all these things had happened. And then I, you know, and I couldn't really adjust. And I, I, so I said, I have a solution. I will just, uh, you know, take my life tonight. But right before I was going to do that, there was a, like a clear voice in my head that said, no one's coming to save you you have to save your own life. And I remember yeah. that. I'll remember that forever. And then so at that moment, you know, I said, well, I have to listen <laughs> to this. And I sat there for a while, thought about it, and, and I, I made a decision to save my own life. And, you know, I, you always hear this, your network is your net worth. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And you're the sum of the five right. people you spend the most time around. And I said, you know, I've been, I know how to do this. I've been doing this all wrong. And so, you know, I, I figured out how to, you know, to raise my social circle and the people that I'm around. And, you know, this, it does make a huge difference. And, and so once I started doing that, once I started experimenting, ob, uh, doing observation, going out and trying things out, seeing what other people were doing and finding what works for us, because there's a lot of material out there that is not written for people like us. It's for normal people. And so, right. uh, this worked, and then once it started working, people kept asking me, hey, I have a work conference coming up. What can I do? And, and so many people were asking me, hey, I'm going to this. What can I do? And so I said, hey, I can actually uh, start helping people. And I said, hey, this can be something. I really love doing this. I can just <laughs> do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that was the ahas when people started asking me, hey, how did you get to do what you do? How do you get to travel around and hang out and do all this cool stuff? And I said, well, that's my, so that was my, so first there was an aha for myself. I made the decision yeah. to save my own life. And then the second aha was, hey, I can help other people that are in similar situations or that just don't know that next step. I can help them find that next step and give them the tools to get out there and really raise their life and lifestyle through communication, through networking, through raising their, uh, their social circle. Yeah, that's 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 amazing because a lot of times when people uh, are looking for their purpose, they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do, I don't know where to start, I don't know how to do it, who to meet, who to talk to. Then all of a sudden, your purpose actually finds you. So when you're yeah. saying that, you know, hey, I I lost all these things, I lost my fiance, and you know all this crazy stuff, as is actually your purpose coming to intervene to set you up for success. That voice you heard in your head, that was the source. That was God yeah. telling you, nobody yeah. coming to save you. You know what I'm saying? I got something better for you. So you actually dodged a bullet when you went through that moment of depression or you're trying to figure out this is, this is my world, I'm about to end it. But that was just a setup for, right. you know, the setback for the psychological setback or emotional setback, it was just a setup for 
what you're doing right now, and now you're able to do super cool stuff around the world helping introverts, you know, really, really build self-confidence and self-esteem, and even from the simple things as business or the complicated things, it sounds funny, the complicated things of finding your next fiancé, talking to that to that, to that girl, you know what I'm saying? So right. We can do business. The hard thing for a lot of guys who are introverts is trying to talk to a female, you know, and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's the hard part, you know, but um, that was your aha moment, and you, and you really created a brand. You created a business that changed your whole life, man. Like, you know, the, the success stories are so phenomenal that I hear all the time on this podcast but one thing that really strikes me every time when I like guys like you or even women like you is that aha moment. That's oh my God, that's it right there. How you just accidentally you I may say accidentally, but your purpose your purpose intentionally tripped you up. You yeah. know. It's it's those struggles, it's those deep in the trenches, uh deep in ankle boots straight into the mud. Uh, dirt, mud underneath your fingernails. It's those moments that really um, solidify your growth, uh, make you stronger as a person, even as an introvert. So it's like it's like basically turning Clark Kent into Superman. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's amazing right now. Now you being you know you being known for all over the world for helping people make real connections, real relationships, real opportunities, real results. How? What was the emotional feeling or content when you got your first first two to five clients? What was that feeling like for you? Well, I was I was really grateful, and you know they were grateful, but I was even more grateful because you know you get to uh, the, the more that they are helped, then it it helps me too, and so mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you know I talk about you know, uh, getting this elevated social circle and being around people that, uh, like, I did a post today which was, you know, if you surround yourself with great people every day, then it makes it easy to have a great day. And if you stack Mm -hmm. enough great days together, it leads to a great life. And Mm -hmm. so when I help these people and I help them get these breakthroughs, then it's, it's like a a breakthrough for me also because I'm kind of living their breakthrough with them. And, and then it just, so it really lights me up and really makes me inspired and, and they're really happy. And then, uh, you know, that adds on to my network and it expands my network. So they're oh, yeah, networking yeah. better and they're in my network now. And so now their network is expanding, which also expands my network. And it's, it's all, you know, we're all part of this one same thing, this, this whole family here on earth we're all in it and you know the more we can be connected so just getting these the the first few clients you know you always start off with one let me just help one person if i can help one person then we help one then you say hey i can help another i can help another and then maybe we can get some groups in and help them and and so it's but it all starts with that one and it it makes all the difference and 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 it makes it so you know, I think when I was a lot younger, I was much more selfish. How can I help me, <laughs> you know? But <laughs> yeah. now, 
I, I say, hey, you know, I find that the more I help other people, the, I just am automatically, you know, uh, lifted up. And, you know, mm-hmm. all my stuff yeah. just falls into place through helping other people. And if I try to be selfish and just do stuff just for me, then it really shuts everything down. So it, mm-hmm. it's like the, the greatest thing. So yeah, getting, you know, just starting off, getting those first few clients, that was really you know, building the momentum, and I said, wow, you know, I really want to do so much more of this. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing, man, you know, because just hearing that and that quote you made, and I just, I just, it, I, I'm having a moment like you. I just had it on top of my lips, and then it went away, <laughs> Nate. But, you know, it's like when you, when, <laughs> don't you hate when that crap happens? Um, <laughs> it happens. When, when, when you when you stack up your your people during the day, you stack up your days. And when you stack up, I'm, I'm misquoting you, but you know what I mean. When you stack up your your days, you stack up your life. And yes. you are most known for the five people that you hang around every day. And yes. when I first heard that, I was blown away. I had to really take a closer look at the people that I was around, you know, and, and for the right. most part of my days, I'm, I'm working, I was working for corporate 12 hours a day. So I was managing 60 people and I realized right then that I'm, I'm around these people all the time. I and mean, I've been around, you know, slackers and, you know, you know, people who are unmotivated. A lot of, you know, you get, you, when you manage the people, you got to stay on people, you know, and I hated that and I, yeah. I quit. After 13 years of corporate, I said, you know, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to do that anymore. So, and I started surrounding myself with like-minded individuals um, in my business and in my personal life. And then now I'm friends with over uh, nine millionaires. You know, I'm connected with a lot of thought leaders and everything like that now. And I'm, yeah. you know, so um, sometimes I'm an introvert, Nick. And then sometimes when I need to be. I'm so much of an extrovert, you know. <laughs> I understand. I, I'll jump out there, you know, like roaring, you know what I mean? But then sometimes, you know, I sit back in the cut and I just want to be left alone, you know what I mean? So um, it's it, it just so funny. Like I, I always was quiet, always was the sly one, and sometimes the slick one, the quiet one, the sneaky one. But when it's time yeah. for me to come out there, I was so not the introvert. I was very um, um, boisterous and loud, and I'd get out there, and, I, you know, they said, well, where did you get that from? You know, I'm like, yeah. So I realized I had the, both, uh, the best of both worlds. So when I meet introverts, I can spot an introvert wide away. However, yeah. that person could just be a sleeping giant until I have to actually go have a conversation with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. when, you, when you said that uh, – things are not traditionally done for introverts. You know, what exactly are you saying with that? Because, you know, it's like introverts, you know, they they try to do traditional things, traditional things, but it's just not working for them. So how, what do you mean by that? And how can people really turn that upside down? How can introverts really turn the traditional into the unconventional ways that really helped him in their personal life or their professional life, because you know you you got to turn the you got to turn the knob or flip the switch sometimes. Right. So, 
you know, introverts are not extroverts and shouldn't have to try to be extroverts to get ahead. And so I noticed when I was going through, I said, well, you know, since I'm in this industry, I said, let's look at all the other material out there. Let's look at some courses. Let's look at some books. And it seemed like most of the stuff was geared toward just normal people or extroverts that it would have no problem uh, just going up and just starting conversations with people or that had no problem, you know, with uh, any sort of like social situations, you know, they might have a problem, a bit of a problem or else they wouldn't be reading the book, but they're not as, you know, shy or socially awkward. They're, they, they're, they're more uh, geared toward being able to uh, just, if they just need a couple of, of things to say, you know, just some icebreakers or something, they can just get in there and do it. But, yeah. you know, with introverts, you know, we need a little more, a little more of a plan, like what exactly do I need to do? And, and you don't want to have to memorize a bunch of stuff. You just want to right. you know, be able to have something like intuitive where you can say, okay, here's the situation. What do I need to do? And, and so if they have a, a, a plan, and so it's not necessarily, you know, it doesn't have to be a super structured thing, but there's yeah. uh, just so, for example, uh, I always say show up early. And the reason why that you always must show up early if you can is because if you show up early, then, you know, there's a lot fewer people there usually, and you can get the lay of the land, see what's going on, see where the, you know, the food or drinks are, see where the seating arrangement is at whatever event you're at. And you can already be there established, comfortable, and and know exactly where you want to set up, and then as people come in, you can you'll be able to uh, kind of pick off who you want to talk to, and it, you just have this huge advantage. Versus if you come on time or late, then fashionably late, you know, like a lot of people. Hey, look at me, I'm fashionably late. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but you know, if you walk in, then then you're walking into a situation where everybody's there already. They're already set up. And now you yeah. have to go in, try to figure it out, and then try to, is there an empty seat somewhere? And you have to try yeah. to find that and go in there. And then it's a really different experience than if you're already there. And as people right. come in, you can meet people that you want to meet as they're coming in. And you already know where you're sitting. Your stuff is sitting there. You got your, you know, your three cookies and your one beverage or whatever, <laughs> and, and you're, you're ready to go. And so uh, if you have, you know, if you go in with that, these little advantages. So I try to show people how to have these little advantages that make a yeah. big difference in you know when you show up at a situation versus yeah. uh, just the the status quo what everyone else is doing. I hope that yeah. answers the question. Oh yeah, it most definitely answers the question because when you was explaining that, I was visualizing times where. I've seen people in certain networking events. I'm like, man, they got there early. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? And that can be a reason why people get there early. And I never really thought about it until you just said that. So next time I, when they, yeah, when next time I go someplace and I see somebody there, you know, um, because sometimes some events I'm a part of an event, so I have to be there early. But, um, 
when I see somebody coming in and they had a, you know, they got their three cookies or whatever, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy for that one. I, you know, when I see them sitting there, I then I'm automatically going to re- go back to what you're saying and, you know, really go have a conversation. Hey, how are you doing? Because that person could be or may be an introvert, you know. That's, right. You know, you, you gave me a way to look at early arrivers, you know. Some people just yeah. prompt, you know, and um, but so a, lot, a lot of us are fashionably late. I get that, too. I'm one of them sometimes <laughs> if I'm not a if I'm not a part of the, the 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 program, I might get there thirty minutes late, you know, whatever, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, you gave me a different way to look at it, and also to address people who um, I may not know, and I have an opportunity to network network with them on that level. It's a try to do it once again. You said icebreaker, you know, try to break the ice and make them feel. Um, a little bit more comfortable right. by being there. So um, how important is body language, uh, facial expressions for introverts? Is it, is it more important for them to maintain a body language or just not worry about it at all? I mean, because sometimes introverts could be a little timid. They can be showing um, a little bit of um, intimidation or whatever. How important is body language or facial, facial expressions? It is extremely important because, you know, your body language lets other people know how to, you know, they, they're sizing you up. You never know who's looking at you and who's sizing you up and trying to figure you out. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's really important to have a good body language and a good facial expression so, you, you know, you don't look like you just ate a bad piece of candy. You right. look approachable. And, and so there's a, and that was a great question. And so here's a little tip, if I may share, a tip that people can use that, because, you know, you can't really see yourself, but you, you want to be able to feel, hey, my body uh, posture, my, my body language is correct, and my facial expression is correct. And an easy way to do that is it's a, a method I call Duke cookie face. And here's how it works. And so if you're sitting down uh, somewhere, then you'll, you'll say, okay, how would, how would a, a duke or duchess fit? You know, so they're not a king or a queen, so they're not running anything. They don't have those types of pressures and responsibilities. They're just up there. You know, they're, they're a noble. And so how would they sit? So then you, you imagine how would a duke sit, and you sit like that. You, you, do your, right. you know, so you're not rigid, but you're not slouched or anything. And so you have a, a nice posture, but you're, it's like a comfortable, confident posture. You can even lean on something. And so you, you imagine whatever in your mind a duke or a duchess would sit like. That's how you sit. And then for your facial expression, you imagine that. So uh, assuming that you love cookies like I do, imagine that you walked into your best friend's house, and as soon as you open the door, you enter the doorway, you're hit with the smell of fresh baked cookies. And so when that happens, you don't start you know, grinning like some crazed maniac, you have like a quiet glow about you because you know, hey, they're going to offer me cookies. Cookies are coming. Cookies are imminent. I'm going to be having cookies shortly. I love cookies. And so you kind of have this soft smile that's, and it's in your eyes that, hey, cookies are coming. So then if, so you have this, <laughs> you're sitting like a duke and your face has this, hey, I'm going to be getting cookies soon. That's your mm-hmm. expression. If you have this, you will look 
cool, confident, calm, and approachable in any social setting. And if you lock eyes with someone walking past you, you telepathically say to them, cookies are coming, and, and do a little <laughs> nod. And yeah. then they will feel like, oh, you, you will be giving off this glow. And, they, and when I do this, uh, I get talked to all the time. People come up and talk, and my students, this is like one of these great moves that everyone has great success with that move. Yeah. Cookies always, you know, bring out a different <laughs> move with people anyway. You know, cookie <laughs> yes. does that, you know. <laughs> yeah, so definitely give that a try, and I, I urge your audience to give that a try. Do cookies. Yeah, yeah. Cookies are coming. Yeah, <laughs> I have to, I'm gonna have to try that on my on my on my next one out. You yeah, know, absolutely. And um, and and see how that flows. Okay. Yeah, you you're going to love it. I promise you that. So, is it true that um, introverts are low taken? Uh, or have low-taking risk behaviors than extroverts? Because extroverts, you know, they, they want things right away. So is it true that introverts are low-risk behaviors? I don't think that's true because, you know, I, I think I have a high risk threshold and I do a lot of stuff, but I, I think the, it's – Mainly, it would, might be low risk as, as far as if it's like in a social setting or out in public, that might be true in that sense. But mm-hmm. if it's, you know, just, it, just in front of people that they already know or, you know, behind closed doors, I, I do not think that is true. I think that they're just as, uh, have just as high risk behaviors as anyone else as long as it's not out in public. Yeah, I got you, I got you. So when you realize your strength and when you realize the power that you had, Nick, how did that immediately change your life? Because one time you you probably felt like, oh, my God, I didn't have this power. Then all of a sudden you discovered a whole new superpower. What was that feeling of harnessing that energy between the palm of your hand, the both palms together? Do you imagine wheeling that energy for the first time, what was that feeling like? It was really great because I realized I can do, do, have, or be whatever I want, you know, because people always Mm -hmm. tell you that. But then you say, well, how am I supposed to do that? But, you know, once, you know, I, let's see. So there was a time in my life where I just said, well, money, if I just had some money, that would fix everything. But then I got the money, and it didn't, it didn't do anything. Everything was the same except for I just had nicer stuff, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, then I found out, hey, connection, real connections with people, your relationships, real relationships and real connection, that is everything. That is my whole world. And when you can connect with people, then your, everything opens up. You can do anything. And so, for example, if I want to go, uh, you know, go yachting or something like that. I don't need to go buy a yacht. I know somebody who has a yacht, and I'm right. their friend. Are they going to go yachting by themselves? No, they're, nope. they're going to say, hey, I'm going to take the yacht out. Hey, I know Nick likes yachts. Hey, Nick, do you want to go yachting? Yes, I would like to go yachting. You know, so 
there's so if there's something that I want to do, usually I'll know somebody who who wants to do it too, and they might have access to it because you know just you don't have to know a whole lot of people to be you know just one or two people away from pretty much whatever scenario you could possibly imagine, and yeah. some and. And if these people are your friends and they're, you're connected with them and you have a genuine relationship with them, then it's easy to be able to do stuff, to travel, to, you know, I, I travel a lot. I stay in homes of my friends. And then I meet their friends and then their friends say, hey, hey, meet these other people. And then you can do so much stuff. So you don't necessarily need money, even though money does come but right. uh, it's the things people want money so they can have you know the security or the things that money can buy. But you can have mm-hmm. access to all of those things through your relationships. And I'm not trying to say that you should get in relationships to try to use and leverage people right, for right, stuff. Right. I'm just saying right. if you have real connections, and that's you know I value my friendships uh, more than you know anything that you know any of their possessions or any material stuff. But, right. You know right. we. When people visit me, I try to add as much value to them as I possibly can, and they add value to me. And together, we, if I know they like something and I have access to that, I say, hey, you know, this, I'm going to try to make them have a great day, and I try to give them access to the thing that they like, and they do the same for me. So if they say, hey, I know that Nick likes driving sports cars, and I got this new sports car, hey, I bet he would get a kick out of this. Let me go show him. And then they'll show me, and they'll say, hey, you, wanna, you should drive it. You should drive it. And I was like, no, no, I don't know. And they'll say, oh, come on. I know you like it. And then so, <laughs> you know, so you get to do stuff like that. But more importantly than just the uh, – and so you're doing stuff like that, but you're doing it with your friends. And yeah. they're doing it with you, so you, it, it really opens up the world. So I guess the answer is once I started doing it and found out, hey, you know, once you can really connect, really connect with people, and this is – not only just in your private life, but in the workplace, because, you know, like uh, after the oil and gas thing, or after the security guard thing, I got into the oil and gas uh, business, and, and I got, uh, you know, all kinds of offers from other companies, all kinds of promotions, and everything fell into place because yeah. uh, of, you know, making connections, really connecting with people. And so if you're in your workplace and you're, you're navigating – uh, the uh, the job or the industry, if you know people know you, they like you, and you're connecting with them, then it really makes it easy for them to want to promote you or people to want to uh, offer to hire you away to do other things. And so it's it's it really opens up the whole world. So to answer your question, it opens up my world, and I wanted to show that to other people as well. All right. Um, that's a great answer. Um, if anybody else is on this line, please mute your phone, please. Please mute your phone. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Sorry about that, Nick. Thank you. No, no problem. Yeah. Sure. Um, Nick, so when it comes down to introverts and money, does money really bring out extroverts? And from introverts? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> so are you saying that so if you're introverted and you get money, I, I don't think that it makes you any more uh, extroverted or any less introverted. You're just, you're just a quiet uh, person that spends a lot of time alone and you have nicer stuff. That's pretty much it. Okay. So money is okay. not the, uh, the cure. 
Yeah, yeah. As, as I mentioned that, because people around the world feel like money is the cure, and then when they come in um, and, 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 and grips with a lot of money, then they realize that, you know, it doesn't do anything for them after a while. It's like, oh, I want the Ferrari, I want the big watch, and you realize that it's just material things. So this is why I say money can't really buy you happiness. It'll put a good down right. payment on it. But, you know, after a while, people, people with so much so much money, and I know millionaires, trust me, and they, they really, it's just money to them. It's just a source. It's just a resource. But they're not, you know, super happy. They have big toys and stuff like that, but they really don't have a connection with themselves or with loved ones. You know, they feel disconnected even though with the money. And so right. it's like when – before I came into money or came around people with abundance of money, I used to be one of those individuals who would say, oh, if I, need, if I get this bread, I get that. And sometimes I get a handful of money, I got extra dough, and I'll do certain things. I, I get fulfilled when I help other people with, right. you know, with the money. You know, like I can go buy this and go buy that, but over time – it's it it's just things, but it gives me more gratification when I'm helping my helping a family member out. Like I love giving my mother money, like here, you know, or I you know I say hey take this and go pay a bill or do what you got to do. I feel more right. fulfilled with that, you know, than to help people do things. And and I like to do it quietly. It does not have to be a whole big old fireworks explosion when I when I do things for people. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. Right. But you know, I never, I never knew um, the importance of using money as a tool until I started touching more money, and I realized that money was not making me fulfilled. It's what I do with the money to help the world is what made me fulfilled. You know. Right. And Can I throw in a quick two cents on top of this? Yeah, this man. Is, uh, the uh, and it kind of connects with what you were saying at the beginning of the show is that, you know, yes, everyone needs money every, and you need to, you know, have your bills paid. But at the same time, what I found is, you know, and I spoke about connection, really connecting with people. If you have money without connection, what ends up happening is it, it's easy for you to slip into, you know, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, depression, all, all kinds of dark things you can slip into and you'll have the money to and the time to to really uh, give, give a really good effort into being depressed or you know or drinking yourself into oblivion or doing a bunch of drugs to try to escape to try to find something because you're not connected. But once you can mm-hmm. connect, you know, with yourself and with other people and build true relationships, then you don't need those things. And the yeah. money, uh, as you were saying, the the money you you. You use it for different things. It's it's not trying to uh, be a tool to try to maybe try to get happiness through it. You use it as a tool to you know uh, advance or uh, your your life or your goals and things like that. But it's it comes from connection first. Then you can usually get more money and, through the connection, and you also use your money better once you are connected. But you need to be connected, and then you deal with the money because if you have the money without connection then you're going to be headed down a, a dark path. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that. And then when they get money, then money just 
mysteriously disappear out of their bank account because they don't know how to control money or use money as a tool. You know, let's let's right. talk about your um um the four ways for introverts to network like a boss. You got a master class on that. Let's talk about yeah. that. How how um how can people get signed up or registered for your master class? Okay, well if they go to connectedintrovert.com, they can uh there's a button on their free master class. They can click that and they can uh they can watch that there's it's a 20 minute 20 minute free master class they can check out and uh from there they can uh, also you know book a call with me if they want to or they can uh there's an online course that I have that they can uh check out or there's the the book an introvert's guide to world domination and so there's all you know there's something for everybody wherever you feel you might be at or the level of help you might need you know I have something for you and uh you know i have there's plenty of you know free resources and then there's you know the book and the the online course and the and there's like a mentorship as well you know to uh right. to really if somebody really wants me to to walk them through you know their own personal thing cuz you know the book is great and that can give you a lot of a lot of steps and techniques to go out there and and conquer a lot of things and transform your life but then if you need something really specific to you, then that's where like that mentor thing, that would really come in handy because then we, we actually get together and, uh, and dial it in, dial all these techniques in specifically for your personal situation. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we get a lot of really great results. We get great results from, you know, the, uh, you know, the online course people that read the book, they're going to see results immediately so that's one thing i like also it's not theory so it's not like uh I say, well i did some testing on lab rats and lab rat a did this and lab rat b did this so you should go out and do this and you yeah. know i've seen a lot of material like that where they say well scientists said and you're like well that, how does that help me here try to talk to this person in this room you know so right. you know it's uh so this is all from me going out there in the trenches and doing this and showing others how to do it. And so my own personal experiences and my students and friends' personal experiences and us going out and, you know, cracking the code and figuring all this stuff out and actually doing it, seeing the results, and then repeating those results. So I make sure that we have simple steps that you can actually do. And so, you know, I know that People are easily, uh, you know, sidetracked. They say, well, I want to do it, but, you know, this other thing came up. You know, I, uh, Game of Thrones was on, and I had to finish watching that. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I try to make it so you can identify your, uh, your, anything that might be, hold, be holding you back at the beginning so you get that out of the way first, any external uh, blockages and internal stuff that might be in your way. And then we get to, uh, you know, uh, you know, getting getting known, making connections, maintaining your relationships, and you know the workplace. Even talk about some dating stuff, and uh, just we try to cover all the bases so that uh, you can really uh, get out there. You have the tools and feel good about it. So it's not like you could. So if you read the book, you're not going to come away from it thinking, well, 
Uh, he said some stuff, but that might work for him, but not for me. No, you'll know, hey, this, this will work for me too. And it's not, you know, not, maybe not every single piece, but I, I say at the intro of the book, hey, pick out the things that work for you. Figure out which level you want because not everyone wants to build an international network of friends, colleagues, and associates. Some people just want that little edge you know, in their workplace or just, a, you know, maybe just in their family or in their town. They just want a little edge in their town or, you know, be able to just generally raise their level of socializing. They might not need to go on the international thing or, you know, try to go yachting or anything. They just might want just that little bump in their community. And so we yeah. have something for that. And so there's something for all those levels. So I tell you, uh, figure out where you want to be. And then I'll give you a lot of information and easy steps to get into it. But, uh, you know, you have to pick out the, the ones that apply to you because not everything applies to your personal situation. So you pick out the right. ones that apply to you and you actually take the steps. And I, you know, in the book and in the online program and especially in the mentoring, I hold you accountable. Hey, stop right now. Do this. Do this, and it's easy to do. Just do this. Follow through, and you know, I I, I know where you're going to try to hide because I tried to hide there myself. You know, I'm not talking to an audience that I don't know. I know what's going on, so I, right. I know where you're probably going to get uh, you know stuck or you know procrastinate or you know want to pull out your phone when you're in a social event. And I say, hey, put that phone away. No phone. You know, so you know, I try to eliminate all of the the things that might. Uh, hang you up and make it as as effortless as possible. It's not, you know, so it's not easy, but it's simple, and you just have to follow the steps. But yes, if they want to check out, if any of your listeners want to check out the the free mini masterclass, just go to connectedintrovert.com, and there's a button that says, you know, click here for free mini masterclass. It's just 20 yeah. minutes. Everyone has 20 minutes. You know, just pause your Game of Thrones or Pause your PlayStation and just take the 20 minutes, check it out, and uh, you'll come away with, a, with some extra, extra tips that you can start applying immediately. That's awesome. Can everybody find a book there too? Uh, the book, they can go to uh, Amazon.com and check it awesome. out there. All right. That's I will about. have the, the book on the – they will be able to find the book through the website as well, but uh, it's – you know, I'm just going to link you over to Amazon from the website, so they can just they can go to Amazon.com for an introvert's guide to world domination, or yes, they can come to ConnectedIntrovert.com, and I will have uh, resources for you to to get the book there as well. That's awesome, man! Congratulations on everything. This is the total uh, the Your Best Lifestyles International podcast. My PR people says, Terrence, you got to keep remember to say international because you're international. You speak with people all over the world, people calling in and tuning in and sharing from all over the place. So I got to keep remember to saying that. So this is the Your Best Lifestyles International podcast. We're right here on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google. Break a box, you know, uh, stitch uh, we just about everywhere right now. And now you're listening to Mr. Nick Shelton, author of the book An Introvert's Guide to World Domination and has been fine-tuning the craft of effective 
high-level social strategy and networking for over 20 years. So with that being said, you introverts, if you're looking for a way to fine-tune, right, your social level, social strategy, you want to get out there and be more successful, be more confident, have more self-esteem as an introvert and not having the world identify you as an introvert, then you need to reach out to Mr. Nick Shelton, okay? Listen, you can do this, okay? Introverts, you have a superpower. You don't believe it, connect with, with, with Nick Shelton. He'll show you how to get it because he changed his life. You know, this man almost committed suicide. You know, he lost a lot of things. But in that potential loss, he found so much more. And this is what I'm saying. So when you feel like you are at your lowest point in life, you are, you know, it's nothing else to live for. It's nothing, nothing else to grasp for or reach for. That is the moment where you find something so attainable that's so invaluable that it can change your whole universe and everybody around you are in it. Okay, so don't give up. Don't think about taking your life. So many people just this year alone committed suicide. The suicide rate is very high. Depression is very high. Over 22 million people in this country right now are are diagnosed with depression, some form of depression. 320, I think 320 plus million people around around the planet is diagnosed with depression, okay? Now, imagine if every one of those can really turn, every one of these individuals can turn their life back around. I know without the medicine, without antidepressants, but with, you know, connecting with Nick, he can show you tips and strategies of how to turn your life around. Maybe you suffer from PTSD, you suffer from anxiety, you're having suicidal thoughts. Maybe it runs in your genetic profile, in your DNA profile, whatever it is. You To really have a great, effective coach, you've got to, you know, connect with coaches who has been there who has been in the trenches, they got dirt and mud underneath their fingernails. They clawed their way out to a life that they never thought or dreamed that they can have or attain. Okay, they created something out of uh, uh, brokenness, you know, out of despair, out of um, mental, um, mental health issues. You know, life will hit you. Life is going to come. It's going to hit you in the gut and it's going to hit you on the chin. I don't care who you are. Everybody done got hit by life a few times. And some people did this laid on the mat, but not Nick. Nick got up, and he said, you know what, I'm going I'm to strap up, and I'm going to start fighting back, and that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? Your purpose is going to find you. A lot of people, you don't have to go trying to figure out what your purpose is. You just figure out what you're good at or what you're good at is going to figure you out. And your purpose is going to find you, bottom line to it. And your life is going to change. But you have to be open for that change. You have to be open for growth, okay? It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. But that growth is going to be so uh, magnificent in the tail end. Even even I, 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 I read something the other day. Even snakes got to shed their skin. And not calling anybody a snake, but even a reptile has to come out of that old skin 
to be brand new. If the, if the snake does not, that skin could come over their eyes and blind them. The snake could die. That's why I shake a snake really shed their skin. You got to come up through. A, a butterfly comes from cocoon. You got you got to remember these things. You know what I'm saying? And then you be able to become a brand new version of yourself. Now, what I what I like about Nick, you know, he's able to teach clients strategies and techniques and tricks how to become more successful in networking events and social events, whether it's, you know, in their professional arena or in their personal arena when you're dealing with relationship with others, you know, all those great things. So as an introvert, I think maybe even some extroverts could learn a lot from, from, from Nick too. You know, the the uh, cookies are coming. <laughs> I like that one. Cookies are coming, cookies are coming, and act like what a Duke would do. You know, that's that's great for me. Those are aha moments, moments for me. So it's like every time somebody come on this show, I'm learning something. It's the aha moment to be like, man, I can really, really use that to help me become better, to help me to self-improve, to help me become more strategic in everything that I'm doing. So, you know, um, Nick, I appreciate you, brother, man. Thank you so much. Tell everybody um, uh, about your social media links and your handles and the website again before we close out to the show. Oh, sure. And once again, thank you for having me. It's been an honor. And uh, so they can uh, go to connectedintrovert.com is the website. And then on Instagram, it's connectedintrovert. And then on Facebook, it's Connected Introvert. Or if they just want to look just for me, they can type in Nick Shelton and look for my smiling face. And uh, on LinkedIn, it's Nick Shelton. Okay, I'm about to connect with you on LinkedIn. All right, excellent. And now we go there and keep it all keep it all business, business there. Yeah, so this is the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. I am your host, Terrence Hudson, and we're right here in the uh, Old Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studios. Thank you guys for tuning in. You're really going to love this show when you come back and listen to it um, on the tail end for those who, who was not here. And, you know, we know you guys are busy, but, you know, we make sure that you great have great content on your way home when this is published um, on your, in your favorite podcast uh, uh, station, whether it's Apple, Google, iHeart, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it may be. Um, listen to us in the gym. Listen to us in your office. Listen to us, you know, driving in your car. Share, subscribe, connect with our guest, Mr. Nick Shelton. You can find him all on his website, also social media there. And make sure that you are learning something every day, connecting with people who's going to teach you something every day. Trust me, man. These are the times right now for your personal and your professional life to excel if you know how to do it. High performers see every opportunity in conflict situations, okay? In order for you to come out on the tail end of this uh, quarantine pandemic COVID-19, you have to plan today. You have to make um, necessary adjustments. You have to shift gears. You have to read more. You have to study more. You have to self-improve. You got to work out. You gotta, if you need to lose the weight, you need to lose the weight. You, know, you, you want to become a better version because when this is all done, how do you want to be viewed, okay? 
you want to be viewed as somebody who, who didn't take any risk during these times. You gained 40, 50, 60 pounds. Um, you shut in. You know, you didn't do anything to self-approve. Or you want to be the other person who has constantly made so many adjustments that their business excelled 20, 30, 40%. They had to hire some help. You know, they were able to write that book. They were able to do the podcast. They were able to uh, build that business. You know, how do you want to be viewed? You know, what What would you want people to say about you doing these down times? Because this is still down times. I think we got so accustomed to being quarantined since, what, February, March? You know, now here, here it is, we're almost in the third quarter now, uh, uh, you know, and it's like here we are, we're still quarantined. You know, we got so used to living in a certain way that we forgot this is still a pandemic going on. So, but at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we continue to st- to thrive and soar. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what's going on, high performers, that's what they're doing. I talk with high performers every day, and they're always looking for opportunities to excel and become better, become bigger, faster, smarter. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it, you know, they're taking the world over. And it's not the person who's all over the media, your celebrity crush or, you know, the person that's doing it. It's the, it's the, it's the people who are making massive impact in the world, but the world is not highlighting them. Those are the people that you really need to be connected from because they don't care about when the cameras are flashing. Ooh, look at me. They care about what they're doing right now on the low. So, you know, you want to make a, a huge impact in the world. So if you're there right now, take this perfect opportunity to connect with individuals like Nick Shelton, you know, okay, who's doing major things to help people come out of their shell, man, who may have been introverts all their life and they don't know what to do, but they got they got they they got the energy to do it. They just don't know how. So Nick is really promoting them and bringing that out, man. So I want to say thank you, Nick Shelton, for taking time out of your your productive uh, schedule. To come on the podcast, I learned so much, and uh, just just uh, hold the line, brother. Okay. Okay. All right. So, good night, everybody, and um, come in check this out later. This is your Best Lifestyles International podcast. If you want to be a guest, you do. If you want to advertise or sponsor us, you know you can go to the website at www.yourbestlifestyles with the S dot com. Okay, connect with us, and we'll get you going, okay? It's easy and simple to do. Just send us a message through there on the Connect page and read everything that we're doing, and we'll get you started, okay? Uh, we love to hear from you. We'll love to promote you. we love to have your product um, on our product uh, placement page, everything like that. So just connect with us, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great afternoon. You are now streaming live with another episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. Sponsored today by 7kmetals.com. Your lifestyle, powered by gold and silver. They make saving for your future a breeze. Simply select one of their three different monthly options and an available ship date. After that, sit back and watch your stack grow as it ships some of the most valuable coins and best collectibles to your door each month. 
Bar of their world-class experts. Their team of experts work hard each and every month to hand-select each coin for the Autosaver program. Not only that, they have them working overtime on finding the best deals on unbelievable coins. They are constantly scoring the market and building new relationships so they can deliver the absolute best bullion and the rarest collectibles. For more information, visit www.7kmetals.com backslash my money. That's www.7kmetals.com backslash my money. Your lifestyle powered by gold and silver. That's 7kmetals.com.